This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Thank goodness we've got a weather warm-up on the way. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, the 11th day of March. Now, today we just tie a knot and hang on. We'll have sunshine, but no better than 32 degrees, so still a little chilly. Tomorrow, though, partly cloudy and mild, 42. Wednesday, isolated thunderstorms possible in 51 Thursday, breezy with showers and 52 degrees. So all of a sudden we go from managing snow to it looks like we're going to be managing water, which can be equally as challenging. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details for us before we hit 6 o'clock. And also, a new event for the farm women in our audience. They're happening around the state of Wisconsin coming up in April. Hosted in part by Compure Financial. Penny Zern with Compure Financial tells us what they're all about. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. At Compeer Financial, we understand how challenging farming and this way of life can be. And we know you can't predict what the upcoming growing season will bring. So while there's nothing wrong with hoping for the best, preparing for everything is even better. That's why so many farmers look to us to help manage their risk and protect their investment with crop insurance coverage. Contact your local Compeer Financial crop insurance specialist before the March 15th sign-up deadline or visit us at Compeer.com. Compeer Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. You know, as we begin another work week, there's plenty of folks out there that are just hanging on by a knot, waiting for spring and spring-like weather to get here. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn. And although I feel like a broken record constantly talking about weather, let's face it, uh, if you don't have sunshine, if you don't have warm temperatures, if you don't have colors on the horizon, it can get to be downright depressing. And that's whether or not you're involved in farming, Bob. But boy, when you are involved in agriculture, then you've got the commodity prices, you've got all the machinery, you've got a battle when the elements are against you. It takes its toll. You said it all, Pam, that's for sure. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And again, with those commodity prices, with the weather, when is this snow going to melt? How is it going to melt as we get into our spring work? Lots of things that are on farmers' minds. And the National Farm Medicine Center over at Marshfield very much aware of that. And Josie Rudolphy is an associate research scientist working in that area. In fact, she's partnering with the Mental Health First Aid Organization and uh, adapting its initiatives to a farm audience. And uh, she talked to our Scott Schultz recently about the importance that folks working with farmers recognize not only their maybe economic needs, 
but also their their mental first aid needs as well. So I was finishing my PhD at the University of Iowa. I'm originally from central Iowa. I'm from a corn and soybean farm there. Um, my background's in agriculture, and my PhD is in occupational environmental health, so really looking at how the workplace contributes to safety and health of the worker. And at Iowa, they have a special program for anyone interested in agricultural safety and health. So I spent four years um, writing a dissertation focused on agricultural safety and health, primarily uh, young adults in the workplace. And I was getting ready to graduate, and I had known about the National Farm Medicine Center for the last couple of years. I had worked um, and read read a lot of, of papers by the great people at the Farm Medicine Center. We'd been to conferences together. I knew a lot about their work. Um, so when there was an opportunity to join the staff, I certainly applied and interviewed. And um, it wasn't long after that that I was moving to Marshfield uh, from Iowa and settling in as, a, as an associate scientist there. That's a very unique program at the University of Iowa. Are there other universities that offer anything like that? There are some other universities that offer similar programs. So um, NIOSH, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, funds several centers around the country to offer young people the uh, education in occupational safety and health. What's unique about Iowa is that they have a program very specific for agricultural safety and health. So it's a program designed uh, to teach people to identify and mitigate hazards associated with agricultural work such as farming and ranching. Hazards. Hazards involve that involve mental health. Right. And mental health is uh, kind of a sometimes hidden and unspoken issue out in farm country. What can we do? What should we be doing? What are you doing to work on this? Yeah, that's a great question. So you're right. So we know agriculture work is physically hazardous. Uh, we know there's a lot of injuries and fata- fatal injuries that occur uh, among farmers and ranchers. We also know it's mentally hazardous, so it's one of the most stressful occupations, and stress is associated with uh, things like anxiety and depression. Like you said, not a lot of people want to talk about it. Um, in my formal training, my education program, mental health wasn't even discussed in, in, as it relates to farm people. So I wasn't um, that exposed to it until I got to the farm center. And in my first week, there was um, a smattering of, of news reports surrounding farmer suicide. Um, and I, I started to go, I dug into the literature. I thought, who is working in this space, right? Who's, who's doing this research? Who's doing this work? And we found that there's just not a lot of people um, who are working in farm and rural mental health. And so I decided uh, to completely shift gears. I thought I was going to focus on young adults. I thought I was going to focus on, you know, hearing loss. Um, and so we've spent the next, the last year and a half reading and, and researching farm mental health as best we can. We have a lot of projects going right now. Um, and one we're really excited about is uh, we're bringing mental health first aid to central Wisconsin. Mental health first aid is an evidence-based um, training program. It was developed in Australia as a result to the drought that was taking its toll on rural inhabitants in, in Australia. And it's, uh, it's an eight-hour course. It's very similar to physical first aid or CPR. And it teaches individuals um, how to identify the signs and symptoms of mental illness and substance use disorders and how to... Um, interact with a person in crisis, and then how to connect someone in crisis to appropriate care, whether it be self-care or professional care. Who should this be directed at? Right. So it's, it's sort of like whose responsibility is that, right? And so, you know, we would love um, if, if farmers could identify these signs and symptoms in themselves and find, find help, but we know that's not always realistic. So we are really working with the agribusiness community. Um, we are identifying uh, people who farmers are receptive to and trust and would be willing to get mental health information from. And they've identified individuals such as Extension, um, their bankers, their friends, their family. Um, so we're really working to get those individuals, the people who surround and support the farmer in our communities, 
into these mental health training courses so that they can be prepared um, to recognize signs in their clients and, and their farmer friends. Do you have knowledge of the numbers statistically? Are there highs and lows in uh, mental health issues for farmers depending on what have you, prices, whatever it might be? Or is it kind of a steady thing that's uh, always going on? So that's a that's a really interesting question because we tend to talk about the mental health crisis um, among farmers when commodity prices are poor, right? We know dairy farmers are struggling right now. We know crop farmers are struggling right now. So the conversation is prevalent. Um, however, if we look at historical suicide data, which has its limitations and should be interpreted cautiously, um, we know that suicide rates have been high and remain high among farm and agricultural populations since the 80s, um, which is suggestive that even when prices are high and everything's going well financially, we still see this as an issue. We did a survey recently of young farmers and ranchers in sort of the upper Midwest. We screened for anxiety and depression, and we find high rates of self-reported anxiety and depression among young people between the ages of 18 and 35. So that's concerning, and that's certainly why we're trying to be responsive and and help people um, connect with either social support, self-care, or professional help. I also had the opportunity to talk with a lot of agribusiness personnel at the Farm Technology Days that we hosted here in central Wisconsin. Um, And I talked, you know, I kind of asked them, what do you see in your clients? What are, you know, what are farmers saying about their general health and mental health? And a lot of people acknowledged that they were seeing a lot of depression, people who were very stressed out. Um, they, they used words like they're very angry, they're very isolated, they're really depressed. One person mentioned suicide. Um, and I think what's really interesting, to get back to one of your, your initial questions, is one person said he'd been in the industry for 35 years, and he said, this has always been an issue. We've just ignored it. So there's always people who are struggling. Um, we know it's not just financial. We know that the stressors of agriculture are much more than just financial. They include time pressures, weather, um, natural disasters, working with family, which some people see as a blessing and some people see as a curse. Um, so the stressors are prevalent all of the time, um, but we, we really talk about it when, when our um, farmers are struggling financially. You have training sessions coming up with the Mental Health First Aid for Rural Wisconsin program. Uh, When are these and uh, what can we expect from them? So these uh, will be held March 11th in uh, in, um, Marshfield, March 15th in Wausau at the Extension Office there, and then March 21st in Nielsville at the American Legion. And we have all that information um, online that you can find connected to the National Farm Medicine webpage. Um, you can get registered online through that webpage. Registration is free. We'll offer um, meals and snacks throughout the day. It is an eight-hour training, so uh, we recognize we have to keep energy levels up. Um, and what people can expect is to really learn learn about mental health disorders, the spectrum that mental health disorders are, uh, identify common signs and symptoms of illness, including substance use disorders, um, and then learn sort of a five-step action plan to help somebody that they perceive to be in a mental health crisis. And these can be very severe, thinking, you know, somebody who's contemplating suicide to much less severe, somebody who just needs someone to talk to. It'll teach you how to start that conversation, um, how to respond appropriately, and it's really designed to help reduce stigma around mental health disorders, um, reduce social distance among people, um, with mental health disorders, and then just really increase people's understanding of 
of these disorders and how prevalent they are in the general population, that they are prevalent in our farm population, um, and that, you know, as a community, we can really come together and support our farmers this way. All right, that's Dr. Josie Rudolphy at the National Farm Medicine Center talking about mental health first aid for rural Wisconsin. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. my children were born, it was really hard for me to feel confident and get back to how I was used to looking. So I started looking into breast augmentation and I found out about the ideal implant. And that got me pretty excited because it was a natural look that I was going for without the risks of silent rupture. One of the things that really interested me about Dr. Bartel's practice was that he does specialize in body recontouring, rejuvenation, and specifically he had a lot of good things to say about the ideal implant. I never wanted to look like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model or Victoria's Secret model. I just wanted to look like me again. It was just really wonderful that I had this opportunity of available to me to restore my self-confidence, as well as enjoying the joys of being a mom. Dr. Thomas Bartell specializes exclusively in body recontouring procedures and is an ideal implant premier surgeon. For more information, go to drbartell.com. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need a new bathroom. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years in 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. Bath Planet acrylic tubs and showers are the only bath systems that have the good housekeeping seal of approval. What that means is no more scrubbing grout lines, unsightly stains, leaky faucets, or using harsh chemicals. No more hiding your outdated and maybe embarrassing bathroom. So call today, 608-222-1243, or stop into our showroom and see the Bath Planet experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. Putting the cheese on the crackers. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 519 now as we roll into a Monday. A Monday that actually is starting, you know, we're going to tie a knot and hang on today as far as temperature, but it does get better. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. This is uh, National Groundwater Awareness Week, and I guess with all the snow that we picked up over the weekend, depending on where you were, now we're going to see temperatures warm up. Going to be a lot of water rolling around this week. Well, and we're going to add a lot to that, Pam. I think that's the part that maybe bothers me more. Flood warning in western Wisconsin already. And, and as we head our way on toward Wednesday, Thursday, there's going to be a rain event around here. And from what I'm seeing, looks to me like rainfall amounts uh, adding up as we head toward later in the week in a half to one inch range overall. And we did pretty well already. You mentioned snow on the weekend, but did you know in the Dane County area, Madison, 59 hundredths of an inch of rainfall reported. That's about the heaviest. La Crosse, about 64 hundredths of an inch. Over here in Fond du Lac County, only about a quarter inch, 22 hundredths. I'm going to get my rain gauge out as we make our way on toward midweek now because a lot more mild air is building in. Not only are we talking about the mild air, that's what Pam's excited about. Nothing wrong with that. High pressure moving in will make for sunshine and 
and a pretty good-looking day today. We warm it up pretty quickly as we head toward Tuesday and Wednesday, but that comes with clouds and rain. A very strong system, an upper-level low out of the West Coast. We'll head right on into the Rockies around Colorado and bring a lot of warm, moist air north, and that's where we start to add up in that half to one inch of rain from late Tuesday toward later Thursday. It does cool a bit to start the weekend, nothing drastic, still above freezing, so we're not going to build up a lot of ice, but I think we're going to melt a lot of snow in a big hurry and add rain to it. I'll have forecast details right after this. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. You know what? Each and every one of you could become a hero. What am I talking about? I'm talking about having the discussion and making the decision to be an organ, tissue, and eye donor. Across the state of Wisconsin, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites right now waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation, and you could be their hero. One person can save as many as eight lives through organ donation and improve 75 lives through tissue and eye donation. But listen... It's a decision that you have to make so your family doesn't have to make it for you. It's simple and easy to do. Register now. Get online. Donate LifeWisconsin.org. Register today. It's fast. It's easy. Just jump online. Donate LifeWisconsin.org. That's Donate LifeWisconsin.org. You not only become a hero in your family today, you become someone else's hero in the future. Now, the easy and fastest way to order ag parts is with Sloan Express, America's ag parts supplier. Simply put, Sloan Express is a lower price alternative to original manufacturer parts. And now, free shipping on orders over $195 right to your front door. Plus, we offer free shipping to 20 Sloan locations. Enter code WISCONSIN10 at checkout and save 10%. Get your free catalog online at SloanEX.com or call today. All righty, let's talk a little bit about this uh, weather warm-up and the precipitations, too. Nicely. Today, I look forward to sunshine. After this weekend, it's going to be great to have a nice, bright, sunny day. And we find our way up into the 30s, even mid-30s in western and southern Wisconsin. The west winds about 5 to 10. Clear tonight, although a little fog may develop late. Oh, I expect we uh, drop back down to about 12 with the west winds at 5. And then some of that fog early Tuesday, clouds building in. Even some rain developing lacrosse in Boston a bit later in the day Tuesday. We all head up in the low and mid-40s already tomorrow. South winds at 5 to 10. Clouds, fog, rain Wednesday. Could even be a thunderstorm building in toward Wednesday night. Lower 50s, at least upper 40s and low 50s Wednesday, Pam. South winds at 5 to 10. And we hold on in the 50s, even upper 50s on Thursday. But there's going to be rain, and I'd say again that half to one inch, not out of the question. Ugh. So like you said, time to transition, get the rain gauges out, even if you got to stab them into a remaining snowdrift, eh? Yeah, I, I left my little base stuck up last winter, so it's frozen. I can just put the rain gauge in. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. All right, man, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. See ya.
Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with those weather details. And let's take a look at what's happening across the state. In La Crosse, <clears throat> La Crosse, you're clear, 18 degrees. Mauston, you're clear in 19 degrees. Madison at the airport, partly cloudy in 21. Fond du Lac, clear and 19 degrees. Oshkosh, you're clear and 19 degrees as well. And like you said, good time for you rainfall reporters to get ready to uh, reinvigorate our weather morning update. So please make sure that you're thinking about uh, trying to get that rain gauge out there in a safe spot. It's 525. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Have you been seeing ads for non-surgical body contouring popping up all over the place? How do you choose the right clinic and right treatment with so many options now? A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Cool sculpting has been around for over 10 years. At our clinic alone, we've performed over 1,000 treatments and continue to be amazed at the results. With many other devices, fat reduction is attempted through heat. In our experience, results can be very inconsistent and oftentimes only shrink fat cells rather than cause fat cell death, as in cool sculpting. Shrunken fat cells return with even a small amount of weight gain, whereas removed fat cells do not. Go with the treatment that has long term proven results rather than the fat of the week. Choosing cool sculpting at Rejuvenation. Clinic will provide you with the best chance of success. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. Art doesn't see disabilities. That's because art is truly for everyone, all artists, ages, cultures, and abilities. But for individuals with disabilities, making art transforms not just them as creators, it transforms everyone around them. VSA Wisconsin has been changing lives through art for over 30 years. We provide accessibility and participation in all arts learning that enhance so many aspects of life. For thousands of Wisconsinites with disabilities, from three years old to seniors, we offer participation in music, visual art, creative writing, movement, and drama. What can VSA Wisconsin do for you? Inspire. You'll see at our programs, shows, events, and sales throughout the state. Attend classes and workshops taught by professional artists at the VSA Art Center in Madison. Or visit our gallery and shop and take some inspiration home. Visit us online at vsawis.org to volunteer, donate, to get informed, get involved, and get inspired by art all over again. This John Kuhn press conference, man, on, <laughs> on from if you are in the Mike McCarthy fan club or you're the first person that wanted Mike McCarthy out of town and you're in the Aaron Rodgers fan club or you believe Aaron Rodgers is, uh, you know, dividing the Packers locker room, he makes some very interesting comments on both the key pieces of what was, I think we all agree, right? A failed 2018. And you're either, it was McCarthy's time was up or Rogers is uncoachable and a diva. Kuhn, who is probably one of the more beloved Packers of the last decade plus, you know, great player, um, you know, retired yesterday. He had some interesting comments on both. Uh, He, to be fair, he did go to McCarthy first, Debo. So I will go to that comment first. Here's John Kuhn on his take on his head coach, Mike McCarthy. Number one was Coach Mike McCarthy. You took chances on me that coaches don't often do with a fullback. Your West Coast approach was a perfect fit to my skill set, and you trusted me at the most crucial moments within a game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even though you thought the fans were booing you, when you put me in the game, you did it anyways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thanks for everything, Coach. Well, nice, nice words to Mike McCarthy. But here's what got re- me and a lot of people e-boat buzzing. Because obviously, whether it's Jermichael Finley or it's Greg Jennings or it's Jeff Janis. KGB. Kabir Baja Biamilla. Uh, what, what's the, who was the coach that got fired? Van, well, the guy who's mid-season after. Oh, uh, Winston Moss. Winston Moss. <laughs> There's been a lot of people been critical of Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, yeah. So what would John Kuhn Say no, as you said, not going to go to his retirement and trash the guy. But he doesn't have to maybe bring up Rogers in a friendly way. Does this change anyone's opinion? Here's John Kuhn on his take 
on Aaron Rodgers? To my old partner, Aaron Rodgers, I will never forget the card games, the luncheon costumes, the pranks in the locker room, the game day walks down the tunnel, and the feeling of playing in a game alongside you. I truly believed we would win every game with you as our quarterback. Sorry about this. I am very proud to call you my teammate and know that I was a better player because of it. I mean, that, come on, You man. got a little teary-eyed right that, there, Miller. That, out of all the guys, he thanked McCarthy. He thanked his line. He, he thanked, thanked Ted his fullbacks. The only guy he got choked up about was Aaron Rodgers. Man, you got a little misty-eyed oh, over there. Totally. I see it. Oh. Uh, that, was, so, that was pretty special, eh? Well, I mean, now again. It's one guy's opinion versus several. But when you hear uh, a guy who had a lot of success, played a lot with Aaron Rodgers, when you hear him react like that, do you feel differently about the ex-players that have been critical of Rodgers? I mean, look, you said it, and I agree with you. You're not going to go to your retirement press conference and trash somebody. But if John Kuhn really didn't like Aaron Rodgers or think he was a – if he really believed he was a terrible teammate – I don't think he's going to go out of his way to thank him, and I don't think he's going to cry at his retirement press conference over Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers really is a disastrous teammate. No, I mean, what an emotional day for John Kuhn. I mean, he's almost crying the whole entire time sipping that bottle of water there. You know, it's an emotional time. He's got good buds with Aaron Rodgers. That's great. Very so you, emotional. You, dude, so I'll ask both of you. Well, I'll ask Mr. D-Bag in there with his Aaron Rodgers take. Uh, Nelson, what do you think of that? It is what it is. Yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the takes Nelson have are so hot. I, I cannot believe we don't just. It's one fullback. It's a retirement opinion. speech for a fullback who, how many touchdowns did he have? Yeah, I mean, I love John Kuhn. How many touches did he have in his career? It's not about his career. Like, I'm asking his retirement re- speech was nice. It was, it was very react- heartfelt. So It was a retirement speech. Of course it was about his career and yeah. retiring. It was heartfelt and it was a good speech. Okay. So you don't think the fact that he thanked Mike McCarthy, he thanked his line, he started crying when he talked about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's about to cry when he first got to the podium. He's chugging that water and all teary-eyed. It's a retirement speech. Of course he'd be emotional. And I heard he was practicing his improv. (laughs) He's looking into going into acting. (laughs) See? Well, Rodgers does own a production company in L.A. He does. That makes sense, then. He's trying to weasel his way in there. Conspiracy Theory. Conspiracy Theory Friday. He's sucking up to Aaron Rodgers. Because he owns a production company and, I think, a studio for music in L.A. So John Coombe is sucking up to Aaron Rodgers to have a life in Hollywood. Courtesy of Aaron Rodgers. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. It is all about the ladies on this Monday morning up before 6 o'clock. Some special farm women forums that are coming in April around the state of Wisconsin. Hosted by Compure Financial. Penny Zern's going to tell us about that before 6 o'clock. And more women that look like they'll be involved with the Census of Agriculture 2020. That's up in just a moment. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. On this date back in 2011, the Fukushima nuclear disaster happened. Remember, Japan got hit with a 9.0 magnitude earthquake, created a big tsunami, and that tsunami ultimately caused the nuclear meltdown called the worst nuclear accident 
since the 1986 Chernobyl disaster. Happened on this date in 2011, the Fukushima nuclear disaster in Japan. And now you know. Well, as we focus in on what's happening in agriculture this morning, like I said, it's all about the ladies. And it looks like the ladies' voice will be heard come 2020 and our census of agriculture. The upcoming 2020 census will continue its goal to count everyone once, only once, in the right place. And the upcoming census for the first time will show many more women farmers than ever before. Doris Mould is with Sunrise Ag Associates based in Wisconsin and past president of the American Agriwomen Association with state affiliates throughout the country, including the California Women for Agriculture. The biggest thing that I think is going to be surprising to people is that when this next census release comes out in April, that we are going to see a dramatic increase in the number of women farmers. And it's not because necessarily that there are all these new women that have joined farming, but that women are finally being counted because we've started to ask the right questions. Mold said she was part of a group to help make this happen, to count the women who are farming. I served on the panel that developed the question, so maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, we actually uh, thought that women weren't being accurately counted. We came up with some new questions to include on the census when they did the census test uh, and tested out the new questions before releasing it out to the, the general public for response, uh, that there was a 25% increase in the number of women farmers that were counted. Mold said that many of these women have always been on the farm working. They just weren't getting counted. That's what I'm saying is the primary reason. We weren't asking the right questions because for so long, and, and it wasn't just the fact that we weren't counting women, we weren't counting all of the people involved in a farming operation because for a long time, the census was just asking information on one person, one operator, and that has evolved over time. And so on that evolution, we have seen that women are involved in farming and ranching, but as we look at it, you know, one person, usually when you ask, who's the principal operator? Who are you going to count? Well, of course, it's the male, the head of the family. Right, the senior yeah, the male senior. Yeah. of the operation, yeah. right? And that's a cultural thing that we have in agriculture. So we count the senior male, and the senior male might be grandpa, who's been, you know, who owns the land, who's been involved in the yeah. farming operation for a long time. We pay him respect, and we say, yep, he's the farmer. He's the principal operator. But then we're not counting Perhaps his son and daughter, they're farming as well, and maybe the grandchildren. And of course, even great-grandchildren can be on the farm. So we're talking all of these people haven't been counted. And so now the questions have finally evolved and changed. So we are counting more people. We're asking for all of the people that are operating the farm, men and women. And then they ask for specific information on up to four people. Also, that the fact that it, it's the responsibility of the person who is responding to the census, so they may or may not include. You know, part of it is that we're dealing with, with decades of kind of entrenched cultural attitudes about women in, in involved in farming and in agriculture and so we may not still get that count but I think we're going to get closer. There are some of the uh, responsibilities that weren't included for instance marketing was a big thing that got left off of this census as far as who does the marketing and that's an area where a lot of women do a lot of work in and so I think we're going to miss some women in that area as well. That's Doris Mould past president of the American Agri-Women Association along with my friend farm broadcaster Patrick Cavanaugh. It's 540 
Join the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, at this year's exciting WPS Farm Show, March 26th through the 28th at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. Pam will be live in the booth with Focus on Energy, Wednesday morning from 9 until 10.30 a.m. So stop on by to say hello and learn about all the Focus on Energy cash incentives to grow your agribusiness's energy efficiency and save you money. Focus on Energy, partnering with Wisconsin Utilities to help residents and businesses reduce energy waste. See you this year at the WPS Farm Show. Hey, I got a secret, and it's not really that great a secret, but still, mark down March 14th through the 17th on your calendar. Why? Because it's Customer Appreciation Days at McFarland's. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street, right there in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12. Yep, Customer Appreciation Days. I speak with experience. This is the best deal of the year at McFarland's. Great deals, great savings, and a whole lot of fun. March 14th through the 17th. I don't care what you're looking for, in what department. Remember, they're all under one roof at McFarland's. You're going to find deals. So if you're thinking about those spring projects, everything from gardening right on through to some of that lawn work you're going to have to do or the field work you're going to have to do, maybe it's an event coming up. They'll take care of you. Customer Appreciation Days at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12, March 14th through the 17th. Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual Insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most. Dairy markets really struggled Friday in Chicago. Barrel cheese was down six and a quarter at one thirty-six and a half. Forty-pound block cheese down a penny and three quarters, one fifty-three and a half. But double A butter gained a penny at two twenty-six and three quarters per pound. April milk's down two right now at fourteen seventy-eight. May milk closed eleven cents lower at fifteen oh three a hundredweight. A little bit better on the grain trade. December corns up a penny and a half right now, currently at three ninety. November beans are up a quarter of a cent at nine thirty and three quarters. July wheat right now unchanged four forty-seven and a half per pound. The ladies matter in Wisconsin agriculture, and there's a special forum coming up in April designed just for them. Talking about it next with Penny Zern from Compure Financial. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. When we help accident victims, we fight to get them full justice, nothing less. That means all of the losses your injuries cause, medical bills, lost wages, and compensation for all your pain and suffering, now and in the future. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford & Rihala, we rely on thorough analysis, detailed preparation, and a strong compassion for our clients to help you achieve your maximum recovery. Over decades of helping accident victims, we've built a track record of success that you can trust. When you choose Clifford & Rihala, We'll fight to make those responsible for your injuries pay you nothing less than the full compensation you deserve to make things right. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. 
Ken Cool was standing in line at a convenience store when he saw an elderly man fumbling in his wallet and digging through his pockets. Embarrassed, the man chose to return a box of corn checks to the cereal aisle. Just then, a young man holding two six-packs of Bud Light reached down and scooped up a $5 bill off the floor. He told the old man he saw it fall out of his wallet. The man completed his purchase and left the store. That's when Don saw the young man return one of his six-packs to the cooler. I wish I had been there with Don that day. Why? I would have asked that young man if he'd like to work at Kessler's. But wouldn't he need to know about diamonds? We can give him diamond knowledge. But you don't even know anything about him. I know that he cares about people, and I know that he has character. And those are the main things you look for in your sales associates. Those are the only things we look for. Welcome to Kessler's. Find the Kessler's Diamonds nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. The only person who can actually find the needle in the haystack. Wow! This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We have the promise of spring and uh, spring-like weather on the horizon, and that means Wisconsin farmers and their families are about to get busy again with spring planting chores. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yonke, along with my friends from Compure Financial, wrapping off this morning. They have scheduled a lot of different meetings around Minnesota, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Of course, that's Compure's trade area. And these seminars focused in on the female side of Wisconsin agriculture and getting themselves mentally and maybe even physically ready for spring growing and uh, the rest of the growing season. Uh, joining me now, Penny Zern. She is the events manager for Compeer Financial. So, Penny, is this the first time that Compeer has kind of focused in on the female side of agriculture? Well, this is actually the second year that we are bringing the women's seminars to all three of our territories. As you mentioned, we're hosting the free one-day events across our territory, Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Um, and the reason we're doing this is because there's just there's so much on women's place in the ag world. You know, they're in the they're in the tractors, they're in the fields, they're in the barns, they're handling the books, and they're often holding down the fort at home. These seminars are designed to offer women support in the form of professional expertise and the opportunity to network with fellow women in agriculture. Now, give me a little sense. Uh, Location-wise, I see we've got four different locations for our Compeer partners around Wisconsin. Where are we going? Correct. Monday, April 8th, we're in Glacier Canyon at the Wilderness Resort in Wisconsin Dells. On Wednesday, April 9th, we're in Fond du Lac. On Thursday, April 10th, we're at the Grand Geneva Resort in Lake Geneva. And on Friday, April 11th, we're at the Floridian Garden Conference Center in Eau Claire. Now, tell me a little bit about your speakers and what uh, topics they'll be focusing in on, Penny. We're covering three major topics that we believe to be our top of mind for women in agriculture. First is working with multiple generations. Um, We'll address common clashes and learn about how to best communicate and collaborate across the generational lines. We're also going to talk about stress management and how to develop skills in identifying chronic stress, learning to assist yourself and others in handling that stress, and getting the resources and tools for seeking help and professional advice. And then finally, we'll be talking about living 2019 with passion and purpose. We want to help women identify strengths and begin to develop goals around their passions. This is a, stress, um, this is a stressful time for a lot of uh, folks that are involved in agriculture. Do they have to be clients of Compure Financial to tap into these resources, Penny? They don't. Everyone's welcome. You can register for the free events. Um, and there's a detailed agenda for each date, and that registration is at compeer.com slash women's dash seminar. 
Now let's talk a little bit about, uh, you mentioned the, the titles on those uh, specific areas. A lot of them make a lot of sense. Do you talk to comp your clientele, Penny, when you're putting together events like this to get a sense on direction? We really do, and there are several events that we do throughout the year, and those conversations continue at all of those events. But then also within our offices, our team members are sitting down with our clients and, and really seeing the concerns. Um, it's really important for us to tap into what our clients are dealing with every day and making sure that we're offering in a really holistic kind of way some of these opportunities for them to, to talk to each other, to communicate with each other, and to have, to have that networking ability, but also from, from an education standpoint, be able to offer some of that support as well. Now, in case you're just joining us, Penny Zern is along with us. She's the events manager for Compure Financial, hosting, I believe it's a total of 12 of these uh, female-focused forums around Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Like she said, second year that they've done this. They'll begin with registration at 8.30 in the morning, then a welcome message at 9, break out into the Working with Multiple Generations forum, then a break, then the stress management forum, then lunch, then that focus of living 2019 with purpose and passion to try to get you done by about 1.45. April 8th, they begin in Wisconsin Dells at Glacier Canyon Resort. April 9th in Fond du Lac at the Radisson Hotel. April 10th in Lake Geneva at the Grand Geneva Resort. April 11th at the Florian uh, Gardens uh, Hotel up in Eau Claire. Now let's focus in on that living 2019 with purpose and passion, Penny. What what yes. is all that about? Why did you feel that was something that needed to be addressed? Well, I mean, we as an organization believe that women in agriculture deserve to take the time to develop goals around themselves as individuals. It's easy to get busy and wrapped up in the day-to-day life on the, on the farm and supporting members of your family or possibly even managing off-farm work and responsibility with the responsibilities on the farm. So um, we need to really encourage women to take the time to think through who am I as a person and what are my goals, both on the farm and as, and as an individual. So. Yeah, and what kind of feedback have you gotten from these uh, these types of gatherings? I mean, I think there's a lot of folks that recognize the value of the female component in today's farm. Our dynamics may be changing because of the stress. What kinds of feedback have you heard from these kind of compure forums? Well, it's really an, uh, an appreciation for us taking the time to recognize women's role on the operation. There's oftentimes a lot on our plates because because of the, the reality that we're juggling not just what's happening on the farm, but what's happening in the home with families. And again, oftentimes women on the farm also are juggling an outside job as well. So um, there's the perception that the women on the farm are sometimes just kind of managing the, the home, but the reality is, is they're out in the tractors, they're in the barns. And it's hard sometimes to take to create that balance and to take the time to, to think about who am I as an individual? How do I want my role to be? What do I want my role to be in the operation? Um, and so I think this is a great chance for them to sit down and, and, again, the appreciation of carving out some of that time to sit back and say, okay, what do I need as an individual, as a person, as a woman? Um, and then talk, to, talk amongst themselves to, to, to network and to sit down with other women who are in the same situation and find out, what are you doing? What works for you in your operation? What works for you as a woman, as a mom, as a friend, you know? So it's just really 
offering and being able to offer that time and cutting out that space and saying, okay, step back and let's think about you for a second. Yeah, right. Good point. Now, I see that you've got two of our very popular Wisconsin gals that are part of your speaking lineup at uh, multiple locations. That includes uh, Cobb dairy farmer Laura Daniels and uh, also Rochelle Ripschnott, former Wisconsin Alice in Dairyland, uh, now at the UW. Tell me a little bit about your speakers and how you come came to select them, Penny. Well, you know, as you know, Rochelle and Laura both are um, just very established women within agriculture. And, you know, their goal is to really sit down and, and very in a very interactive kind of way, um, creating a vision board and creating an idea of what do I want to set as my goals and how am I going to reach them? Um, what are some of the, you know, some of the areas or some of the connections that I can make to be able to reach those goals? Um, it's nice to really have the opportunity to bring women like Rochelle and Laura into these meetings because they really understand agriculture. They're really in it. They get what it really is. Um, so we're excited to bring them. And then we've also brought in um, some speakers on the generational side, and both of them have an agricultural background, which is kind of interesting, too. And it's really going to be um, – Interesting to sit down and understand because these are typically family-operated businesses. So you've got mom and dad. Sometimes you've got grandpa and grandma, all of these generations, and all of them doing things a little bit differently. And there's so much value in that. But a lot of time, there's also a lot of stress. So this is a chance to step back and really see, okay, what are some of the things that I can learn from other generations? How do we bridge that gap? How do we learn to respect each other's knowledge? And, and learn from it and take it moving forward. So we're excited to bring that in as well. And what I also noticed is this is not uh, demographic specific. I mean, yes, the females, but Laura and Rochelle, young women in agriculture. But I'm guessing even like you, mo- you mentioned, the moms, the even maybe the grandmas could find value in attending these forums. Absolutely. And I say, you know what, if you're on the farm and your mom or your grandma is still part of the operation, Come together, come to this event together and sit down at a table and listen to these speakers and start that conversation together because then you can go back home and you can continue that conversation together. You'll both, all three of you or all, both of you will have heard the same thing and be able to kind of take that away and really make it a, you know, a tangible thing that you can continue to, to work on. Hopefully a united force when it comes to bringing the message back home to the boys, too. Exactly. Sometimes it takes a united force. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we've got Penny Zern along with us today. She is the event manager for Compure Financial. They have got four different seminars coming up beginning April 8th in Wisconsin Dells, April 9th, Fond du Lac, April 10th, Lake Geneva, April 11th in Eau Claire. And you do not have to be a Compure Financial uh, member to enjoy these opportunities, to take that break, focus in on your goals. Penny, again, how can we get registered for this free event and make sure you've got a proper headcount for each location? You can register at compere.com forward slash women's, that's plural, women's dash seminar. And I imagine if we still want more questions answered, we can reach out to our local Compere offices and get some of that taken care of too. Exactly. Very good. Penny's earn along with us. She's going to have a busy, busy uh, month of April running all across the state of Wisconsin, trying to inspire women that are involved in agriculture to help them get focused before the spring planting season is upon us. Remember this update brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial with those female farm forums coming up through the month of April. As Penny pointed out, you can find out more not only about the organization, but also 